What's good, Illini Nation? It's your man in the middle, Deion Thomas. And as always, I bring you nothing but the best, both the past and, of course, the present. And speaking of the present, we who I have on the show today is the magician, El Mago. That's the nickname I give him. Now, we're going to see if he like it or don't like it, but I love it because I think it describes his game. We got Andre Curbelo on the line. What's up, baby? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. You know, can't complain. Um, just staying loyal to the grind, staying ready, and just working to to bring the best to you guys. Hey, well, I tell you this, I appreciate it. And thank you for taking the time to come on. I got thanks to always. DB does a great job of getting in contact with you guys. So love having you on. Let's let's hop right into it, man. And, and I'm going to ask you this because I played with against some great players from Puerto Rico. Not many people understand that you guys have a long lineage of really good players to come from there. One of the first guys I ever made and played against from there, and I don't know if you'll remember shit. He was older than me, so I know he's older than you. Was Picolino Ortiz? Yeah. Yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, Pico and I played against Big each deal. other in um, in Spain, actually. It was my first year. I think it was his last year actually playing. Everyone doesn't get it, like I said. They don't know the history of uh, Puerto Rican basketball. Talk a little bit about uh, what you've learned coming up and playing uh, in Puerto Rico. Man, I've learned a lot, you know. Just like you said, we got so many like great players. Like, you know, we're not the 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 greatest players. We're not the you know, at, like we don't have too many athletic players. We don't have too many tall players. But I think the players that come out of Puerto Rico are just players that have a big heart. Um, they have a you know, just passion for the game and just that love for the game that you know, like people like are able to see it, if that makes sense. And, you know, like you said, great, ex- great example is Piccolino Ortiz. Like, you know, he's probably one of our tallest players that have come out of Puerto Rico. And one of our best players coming out of Puerto Rico is not the best. So, um, you know, we, we got good talent um, in Puerto Rico and we got that. We definitely have some players that um, that can make, you know, big shots that can make big passes that can make big plays just because you know we're talented and we have a lot of passion for the game so i think puerto rico is a great place to you know um go back and you know the pro league in puerto rico i think it's a decent league and i think there's a really really good competition down there so i think you yeah. know, players from puerto rico are you know are really good and and i'll, I'll even say we're a little bit on the radar for sure well, I, I definitely say it. You don't have to say underrated because I'll say it for you. I think the players that have come from there are underrated yeah. um, and don't get enough of the love that uh, that you should. Um, and for part sure. of that is because Puerto Rico is small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's just small and doesn't get a lot of love. But yeah. we, we, when I was at Illinois, my first time going to Puerto Rico, we played in the San Juan shootout. And, mm. you know, I don't know if they, I don't even know if they still have the San Juan shootout, but we went down there, we played, I fell in love with the island, man. I haven't, I will say this, haven't been back since, but I want to make my way back there because it was one of the most beautiful places yeah. that I've yeah, ever yeah. been. It's definitely a good place to, to play and, and just to visit overall, I think, you know, Puerto Rico is, pro- I, I'll even say it's perfect, you know, great <laughs> place to just to be there. And then if you, if you're hooping there in the pro league, like, can't ask for any more than that, then, you know, a beautiful island 
uh, you know, with this and, you know, league where, where you play about three to four months and, you know, you compete, you make some money. And at the same time, you, you know, you can have a good time. Yeah, you, you talk about the league there. Actually, one of my former players that I coached when I was at UIC is actually playing there, well, before the season got, got shut down, was Julian, mm-hmm. um, Julian um, Torres. I don't know if you've had an opportunity to meet him, but Julian played for me at, well, well I, co- I was his position coach when mm-hmm. we were at UIC. So Coach Chan will know Julian um, as well. A um, lot of talent, Puerto Rican kids come from there, loves it there. Um, loves going back. This would have been his second season playing there. And he mm-hmm. said the same thing about how high level the talent actually is. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, you, 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 you play and, of course, you spend time in Puerto Rico, but you end up going to school here in the U.S. How was on the mainland? How was that transition uh, from playing there to coming um, to New York and playing there? It was hard. Um, it was really hard just because of, you know, like I said, um, Puerto Rico is a good place. It's not the best, and I'm, you know, I'm not gonna lie. It's not the best place, but it, it's really good. And, and you know, I was there. I'm really proud to be a Puerto Rican. Like, like I said, I'm not um, saying anything negative about it. Um, but it obviously has its negative parts. Um, but you know, coming from Puerto Rico to to New York for high school, and you know, to start developing my game, um, it was really hard just because of um my my like I didn't know um that much of you know how to speak English like I really I really didn't know how to you know communicate with people mm-hmm. um I didn't really know the language well I didn't have my, my family uh you know I didn't really know anybody so it was really hard um just to that that part made it even harder just because of like I had to focus on that a little more than basketball because obviously mm-hmm. I wanted to, you know, learn how to speak English. I want to, to be a good student. I wanted to communicate, be able to communicate with people. So I was worrying about that part and not worrying about basketball. So I was just struggling, trying to figure so many things out by myself as a 13-year-old kid. Uh, so it was, it, I, I struggled a lot my first year. But then, you know, just like everything you learn uh, from your mistakes, um, you learn from your experiences and, when I came back for my second, third, and, and fourth year, um, I'll even say, like, every year I was more prepared than the year before just because I was so, you know, uh, mentally focused and paying attention to the to the things that, that really were going to matter. So I was just always trying to communicate, like, just talk to people. That way I, you know, that flow and, and, and that language, you know, comes to me. And then by being in right. the classroom, um, that also helps a lot. So I was going extra help. I was going tutoring and all that stuff. That way I can pick it up as quick as possible. Because I knew I needed to learn, um, you know, either way. Like, I, I had to do it. Like, nobody was going to do it for me. So um, it was hard. But, you know, I'm really happy I did it. I'm really happy I made the jump. I'm really happy I, you know, made the sacrifice and, and took the challenge. Um, because, like I said, like, uh, in Puerto Rico, I think it, it was just it, – it was time to leave. Like I needed to leave and, you know, I'm not a cocky person and I'm not really trying to sound that way, but there was just no competition over there anymore. And, and if Mm -hmm. I wanted to get better and, and, you know, if I had respect for the game, um, that definitely was the right thing to do. Well, I I can totally understand that. And even the difficulties 
um, of, of having to learn a lot, another language, having to mm-hmm. learn and, and fit into another culture. Uh, for me, it was when my, I first went to Spain my first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you, I had never really been off of the west side of Chicago outside of the University of Illinois, maybe a couple of trips that we took there. But, you know, those trips were a week, two weeks. You don't really have to immerse yourself in, mm-hmm. into what's going on. And I had to do that my first year in Spain. Because when I went over there, man, there was two channels in English. You had CNN and you had Eurosport. So if I wanted to get along, I had to learn the language. I had to learn the culture. So I understand exactly where you're coming from. But I'll say this. What things, what difficulties like that we face make us stronger. Yeah. yeah, yeah it makes I us agree. better. Yeah, you know? yeah, I agree. I and and I, can agree. See, I can see it has done that for you. Um, that time, as you mentioned, you came over at 13, playing the four years that you did at high school, um, helped you as a, as a player and as a person. I can see the growth just in the short time that I've been covering you. Can you talk a little bit about what, what was the basketball changes you had to make or the basketball improvements from what you were learning and taking in in Puerto Rico to what you had to do to be successful at the high school level? To be honest with you, um, I don't think – it was anything about basketball. Um, Cause like I was saying, I think I just needed to work on, on the things of the court. Then more, I needed to work on those things more than the things on the court. Cause I knew basketball was going to come naturally and it was going to come um, by itself. Um, and, and that's, that's the interesting part about, you know, this whole journey and, and, and this whole, you know, this whole story that I have is like I I wasn't really worried about basketball I was just worried about how can I be a better student how can I be a better person how can I be a better man um, because I knew all that I was um, to the game and and coming to I, that's why I realized like um, like you guys like the the culture here in America is so, you know, so strict and, and they, they focus on those you know, little details. Um, so, like, when I came here, I knew I needed to be a better man, a better person, a better student first um, because that was going to take me places on the basketball court. And I just, I think, personally, I needed to mature. I was just 13 years old trying to figure things out on my own. So I was just worrying about how to mature um, quick enough where I'm going to be able to play basketball and, you know, not worry about the, the the things that are happening in the outside. So to be honest with you and to answer your question, I think right. I just need to focus on those things. And then basketball was just going to take care of itself by, you know, taking care of those things off the court. Uh, but to mention one or two things like, like basketball-wise, um, it was that, like just having to mature and having to, you know, mentally be strong every single day. Because, like I said, the culture here, it's it's real, it's a really good culture, and that's why a lot of people want to come to the States um, because of, you know, how the culture is with sports. And, and that's what I liked, and, and, and mm-hmm. I liked it, and, and, and I stuck I stuck to it. I trusted the process, and, and you know, here I am now. There you go. Well... Whatever you, you did, I agree with you 100%. First of all, it's a, a mature way of looking at it. If you work on your person, then your craft will take care of itself. And mm-hmm. I, I think that is, has happened. Watching you play, man, 
you have a sense of the game that not many people do. You can see all of the things that you do naturally that a lot of guards, a lot of players just don't have. I mean, the instinct, the court vision. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of guys that are fast. But there's not a lot of guys that understand how to change pace and how to get the ball to people in the right place. Is that something that came natural to you? Or is that something you worked on with your dad? Because I heard your dad plays the ball too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's another thing, like, very interesting. I, I never, you know, really had anybody teach me the game like that. You know, I always had that support from mom and dad, obviously. And I always had that, you know, those dad to son or dad to, like, their their son that's a basketball player conversation. But it was never of, like, a, a, hey, son, come on, let's work out. I'm going to teach you this. I'm going to teach you that. Hey, son, like, after a game. So, hey, son, like, next game, do this, do that. Like, we never had those conversations. Like, all, all of our conversations, like, when my mom and my dad were always like little things, like like things that they knew um, that were, you know, gonna matter on and off the court. So like, let's say I made a turnover and I got mad at myself and, and my body language changed a little bit. They will tell me that. They won't tell me, hey, like take the next shot. Like you gotta take more shots or whatever. Like they will just tell me things that are really like important to the game and to things that could happen off the court. And, and, you know, I really didn't have anybody to teach me the game like that, to be honest with you. Um, I started playing baseball, and, and when I made the choice of, you know, quitting baseball and, and jumping right into basketball, I just kind of, like, knew how to play, if that makes sense. Like, as a little kid, four or five years old, I just kind of knew how to play, and, and, and I took it from there. I, I loved the sport. I liked it, and, and I stuck to it. I'll tell you this, it's actually good to hear that. You and I share a similarity in that in that regard. I, I didn't play basketball until I was a freshman in high school. I, oh, I, played, wow. base, I played baseball before yeah. that. Um, my brother was the one that, that kind of took me away from baseball and put me in basketball. And, you know, so it kind of blossomed from there. And like you, I was like, man, I don't, I don't know how to do this, yeah. it was, but it came naturally. It came naturally, and, yeah. And I can see that when I'm watching you play, man. It's, it's again, I, after the first game I watched you play, and you know Javi Baez is, of course. Um, I, I took El Mago's, I took his nickname and gave it to you. I mean, just because of the things that you do out there on the court and, and the vision you have on the court, um, it's magical, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had one of our best point guards on the last time. I don't know if you had an opportunity to see it. If you don't, go back and take a look at it. Bruce Douglas. I don't know if you know that name, but if you don't, you yeah, should. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do, I do. Yeah, he's a, since Bruce played back in the 80s, mm-hmm. but he's still our all-time leader in steals and assists at Illinois. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I asked Bruce. I say, Bruce, I'm on the record with this one because he's one of the guys I looked up I said, if he's around for four years, your assist record might be in trouble. He, he got a kick out of that. He was like, I hope so, Dion. I hope so. <laughs> where, what is it that you, when you walk on the court uh, or when you walk into practice, let's say even more so than, than actual game time, what's your thought process when it comes to your teammates 
when it comes to the game, when it comes to practice? What What are you thinking when you go in there to do your work every day? Um, I just think about um, the people I do it for, and 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 you know, the bigger picture too. Um, I think, uh, you know, I always I preach a lot about focusing the moment and 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 focusing on what's happening now, and you know, not worrying about what's gonna happen in 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 thirty minutes from now, or like what's gonna happen in in two minutes from now. Um, but I think it's always good. Um, to focus sometimes, like I said, sometimes on the bigger picture and, and think about that bigger picture because, you know, things can get hard at times and, and we all know we everybody's going through something um, right right at the moment um, because of the, the pandemic and, and everything that's happening in the world. Um, but, and that's that's when, 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 when I come into practice, when I come into games, I start thinking about the bigger picture because I know I'm going through something right now. I know you're probably going through something right now. And, you know, people are going through stuff. So I just think about the bigger picture and the outcome that, that, that basketball can give me. And, and, and that, that, that's the reason that, that I just stay motivated and loyal to the grind because I know right now it's a tough time to, to be out there and be working, you know, when, when you haven't been home in a year. You have other, you know, you have other people on the team where they haven't been home in two years. They haven't seen their family, their friends, and you know that's hard. And and, and people, I don't think a lot of people take that in consideration, and I don't think a lot of people talk about that. But it's a hard thing. And and every time I step on that court, man, I'm telling you right now, like basketball, it's hard. Basketball is hard for me at the moment and th- these situations. Basketball is hard. And, and it's hard to 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 think and 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 think positive and be like, oh my gosh, like am I gonna be able to do this in the future? Am I gonna get to where I want to get? Just because of the situation that we're living in, and, and because of the circumstances, and 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 that's all I think about when I go into practice or into a game. I think about my family. I think about where I come from, my friends, all those people that that mean a lot to me. Um, because that that's what I do it for. And, and there's a lot of people that want to be in my shoes and, and that's, that's my motivation. Those, those, you know, people like you as well, like they, they want to, um, invite me to their podcast or, or they just want to send me a text or, or fans send me, sending me little messages. Like all, all that just, you know, keeps me motivated because like I said, right now it's hard to stay motivated because of the circumstances. And, and you guys and, and, and my family and, and, and my island are the reason I stay motivated. And, and you guys are, you know, uh, my gas to my tank um, so I can keep going forward and, and, you know, bring the best that I can bring to the table. And so you guys can have a good time watching us play. There you go. Well, we, we're def- I can tell you this. We're definitely having a good time watching you For play. Sure. Man. So, so, so sure. keep that grind going. But my next question, and this is one that's actually a little bit totally off base. I'm looking at your sweater, and they got all of the flags on, on the sweater. And mm-hmm. one of them I keep seeing is the Israeli flag, you know, because I have, I have dual, dual citizenship um, between America and Israel. What, what, what's, what's the sweater? Where did you get it from? What, what, what's going on um, with actually, that? Actually, I went to it. It has these flags, obviously, as mm-hmm. you can see. Uh, and, and it was one time uh, I went to Puerto Rico on a uh, mission trip 
um, because my, my high school in New York, they usually do like a trip um, to give back. And they're, they're really big on that. And um, they usually do it to, wow, I forgot now. To Nicaragua, they usually do it to, they go to Nicaragua and they, you know, they help out, they build houses and stuff like, you know, to get back to the really, really poor people. But um, recently they, they've been in like a civil war. So it, um, they said it wasn't safe to do it. Um, and ever since, excuse me, that hurricane hit, um, Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico, um, they started going there. And my senior year, I went, um, you know, to get back. Um, it was my last year. I wanted to do it. Uh, I couldn't be there for the whole thing because I had um, some games. But, you know, I went there, spent, spent two days, get, um, gave back, felt really good about it. And in our last day, um, they went to the mall to kill some time before their flight. And so I went there too. Like I, I met with them over there um, before they left because I was going to stay for a few extra days. Um, and and I was just walking around the mall, went to um, Paxson, the store, yeah. and I saw it and I was like, well, I, you know, it has the flags. Um, you know, I like all the, the international, um, you know, all that flow, like, you know, knowing about other cultures and, and I liked it and, you know, um, I bought it. Hey, well, I say I, I like it, and and that's exactly yeah, why yeah, yeah. I asked. And, and you actually took one of the questions right out of my mouth. I was going to ask you about, you know, this is a little off topic, um, but when you when you mentioned going over, helping out after the the hurricane, um, was was many of your your family affected by that? And if so, how they're doing? Yeah, um, they they wasn't really affected by it. You know, the their houses are good, everything is good. You know, good. Um, thankfully, and um, they just never they didn't have power, um, on for almost like half a year. I'll say like six, seven months maybe. Uh, they were struggling with the water as well, um, but they're good. You know, thankfully, you know, and, and I'm really glad. That, that they're safe, um, but they I'm pretty sure there's still people um, struggling and, and, you know, figuring things out um, for sure. Um, yeah. I, I'm not, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you like a exact, you know, um, amount of uh, how many people are like, you know, are close to it because I'm, I'm not really sure, but there's definitely people out there struggling and, you yeah. know, trying to figure things out and figuring, you know, how to bring food to the table. Right. Well, you know, as you mentioned, uh, we we struggle all the time, man. Yeah. And there's, yeah. there's always going to be struggle. But the great thing about the human being is we always figure out a way to, to yep. make things better for ourselves. So, you know, I keep praying for the people on the island, of course, uh, and, and, and for your family that's there as well. But let's um let's get back now. I have to ask this question. Coming out of school, out of high school, highly touted. Everybody wanted you. I mean, you on everybody's radar. Why Illinois? Man, um, when I came on my visit, I just, I had that feeling. It, it's weird to explain it. Every time um, somebody asks me that, I say it. Because it's, it's just a feeling um, that you get uh, when you're walking around, whether it's the first, second, or third day. Um, and, and I kind of got it. Um, as soon as I landed, I was like, like coming in, you know, I'm looking out, out the window. I, all I see is just 
Greenland, and I'm like, oh, what did I get myself into? Like, I'm just wasting my time. Um, but man, when I landed, I was just like, like I, I, I felt the feeling. Um, you know, walking to in the airport, then you know, got to campus, met all the coaches, met all the players, and, and I kind of like felt that connection with them right away too. Um, not only with you know Coach Underwood and and Coach Antiwa that were the one you know recruiting me the most uh, for the most part, but you know with the other coaches I just felt that connection like right away, and with my teammates I you know I connected like I just I felt that connection with them, and then when we you know going out walking around campus I just felt right you know a lot of fans a lot of students like knew who I was so. They were like screaming, Cabello, we want you, like Cabello, like you gotta come here, this, that. And and you know, I just felt that love and, and I felt in family and, and that's what I was looking for. Um on, you know, at the end of the day when I was making my decision. Um, because as everybody knows, like I, I didn't have my family, uh, you know, growing up in, in, in New York and you know, being there in high school. So I needed I needed that 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 family environment. And, right. and that feeling of you know feeling safe and and being and being able to be who I am, um, and you know I felt it here like I you know walking around here on, on campus like I I felt that feeling, and and you know it's a great school academically too, um, it has a great team like I knew it was gonna have a great a great team, um, so I couldn't ask for a better place than this for sure. Well, I, I can tell you this. I completely understand what you mean. Um, now, I'm from Chicago, so I grew up watching the line I play, you know, mm-hmm. since I was a kid. Um, when I took my visit, you know, to Arizona, uh, to UCLA, to Iowa, to Minnesota, and then to down to Champaign, none of them gave me that same feeling mm-hmm. as I did when I walked on Champagne on the campus in Champaign. Yeah. It felt and, like you said, it felt and, like home. And that's what I was going to say. It's, it's, it like, it's weird to explain that. Like if you, I was going to say that, like, if you don't really been through the process, like, like you can say you understand and like you say, okay, yeah, I feel you. But like, it's just like a, like unique feeling that, you know, the person gets, and, and, and I got it here. Yeah. I got it here for sure. Well, I'll tell you this. When I, because I was at the practice, I ended up meeting you. I met your dad. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember, um, but yeah, I met yeah. your dad, um, and, and everybody had a chance to talk to you guys, and I, I was impressed by you then. I was, I was impressed by how comfortable you seemed being in that environment. Um, and, and that's that's big when you're going to be playing in the Big Ten, when you're going to be playing on one of the biggest stages there is. You have to be able to have that. And you have this, I believe, this quiet confidence about you um, that makes you fit in places. Mm-hmm. So I think this is why, you know, you fit in so well where you are right now. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I definitely I definitely agree. And, and you know, growing up and, and, and you know, not jumping to the next level, um, you know, leaving high school, jumping into college. Like, um, I think one thing I, I started, you know, I, I've been wanting to work on is just, you know, working on myself and, and focusing on myself a little better and not in a selfish way, but in a way where, you know, I, I can identify my, my, what I'm doing wrong so I can turn it into a positive thing. And, and I definitely agree. I definitely agree with what you said. I'm, 
I'm I'm I have confidence but not cocky. Like I, I just have enough confidence where I can keep it, you know, a little quiet, like you said. It's like a low key um feeling. And and I think that's why I fit good in, in into the program and, and, and even into any anywhere else I went I would have went to. Uh just because of my personality and, and I think it, that plays like a really, really big role on my game and off the court too. Um, because like I like like I've been saying, um, basketball is not only about on what you do on the court. It definitely um, car you know the things off the court that that definitely carries into your journey, and and a lot something I really you know like, and, and coming out of high school, I learned that it's it's ABCs, which is um, A for academics, B for basketball, and C for character. Like coming out of high school, um, my my basketball coach preached out a lot. Like, okay, ABCs. Like, make sure we're taking care of the ABCs, um, because you know academics re are definitely important. You got to be able to have good grades in order to play basketball. Um, B basketball for B. Um, obviously, you got to take care of basketball. You got to do good. You got to work out. You got to do all that stuff and, and character. It's just as important as, as academics and basketball because if you don't have a good character, um, you could be the best player, but nobody's really gonna want you on the team. Um, so I definitely agree with you. Like I definitely um, think my personal personality, um, you know, it's involved um, in some ways um, on my game. Um, so I definitely agree with you. Well, I, I tell you this, I love the ABCs of basketball because one of the things. I was always taught by my high school coach and then that which carried over to Illinois with, with coach Henson is that basketball is an extension of life. Mm -hmm. All of the mm -hmm. things that you learn on the court and what you learn with it, with your teammates will carry you on and what you do in life. And this is why my oldest daughter played, you know, I always talk to my kids about playing a team sport. You play a team mm -hmm. sport so you can gather all of those things in life and that'll help you get better. My youngest plays volleyball. My oldest played basketball. But what they learned and what you get to take, as you mentioned, doesn't just help you on the court, but it helps mm. you in life as well. So I, I love to hear what your, what your coach was teaching you guys in high school because I think he's teaching you the right thing yep. the right way, yeah, which definitely sure. is helping you as you moved on to Illinois. And, and speaking of moving on to Illinois, you get there, of course, you meet the teammates, you meet Kofi, you meet Io. But then the NBA rolls around, and those guys, we don't know if they're coming back mm -hmm. or, or going. Um, what was your thought process when, of course, part of the decision, I'm sure, was you, you know, having an idea of playing with those mm -hmm. guys, and now you hear that they may be gone, and then you find out what they were coming back. Tell me a little bit about that mental roller coaster as you were, of course, mm -hmm. dealing with that same thing as, as, as they were. A little bit different, was, but you were dealing with it as well. Yeah, I was I was really happy, to be honest. Like, you know, a lot of people thought I would be a little worried or, you know, a little mad just because, you know, Ayo came back and, um, you know, all the controversial stuff, oh, like, what about your minutes, this, that. But I was really happy to, like, I was, I was really, 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 really happy because uh, obviously that – made us a better team um mm -hmm. more more weapons on offense on deep for on defense uh, and just so so many positive things um but i wasn't really worried about anything 
Um, you know, I knew my minutes could drop a little bit. Uh, but I wasn't really worried about it at all. I was just really happy that they, they came back. Uh, you know, my relationship with Kofi, um, I would say it's probably a little different than anyone else just because he went to school in New York. I've known him probably the longest. Um, but, you know, knowing that them two came back, I was just, I was just really happy to hear that and, and see it because um, that just re- that got me really excited um, going into the season. Um, whether I played 30, whether I played 20, whether I played 10, whether I played five minutes, uh, I was really excited because everything has time, everything has a place. And if it wasn't my time this first year, then it wasn't my time. Um, that's why there is four years um, to play college. So I wasn't really worried about it at all. I was just really happy, really excited. That they, you know, they came back because, like I said, that that definitely made us a better team. And definitely gave us more and more potential and, and more weapons um, to win ball games. Yeah, I, I'll tell you this when, because I know how that roller coaster works with people saying this, saying that. When I came in as a freshman, you know, I was supposed to play with the guys that were left over from that flying Illini team. And unfortunately, I didn't get an opportunity to play with them. But I understand how you'll have people from the outside talking. But I'll tell you this. When they decided to come back, I looked at that as a plus for you. Definitely, definitely. I was like, now he'll get, he'll have an opportunity to grow into his position as a freshman mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I, I coached for eight years after I played professionally for 14, and not to mention the, the rest of the college and high school. I know how difficult it is coming into the Big Ten, mm-hmm. you know, the best coaches in the world, the best players in the world, you know, on the collegiate level, top to bottom, we have the toughest league in, in, in college basketball. And to have guys like a Kofi or, or Io there to take the pressure off of you, because now they can't concentrate on you. They have to mm-hmm. concentrate on them, which will allow you to grow into your, into your position and as you grow as a freshman. How has that been, that growth for you? Because I'll tell you this, when, I, when you first came on the floor, in your first game, super exciting, looked great, did everything. And I would tell my co-host on the radio, Brian Barnhart, Brian, he's a freshman. He's going to make mistakes. I'm like, so you got to get mm-hmm. the freshman mistake mistakes out of the way. And he'll grow out of the freshman mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I watched you then and I watched you now and I can see the progression. How has that, um, from the time you stepped on to now, how has that progression been for you? Um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a rough, you know, it's been a rough season. It's been, a, you know, difficult one. Um, like I said, um, but yeah, like I, I've been working extremely hard just to learn to continue to learn. Um, because even though I'm a freshman, I knew I was going to play. I, I knew I was going to get some minutes and, and I was going to mm-hmm. get in. And, and the amount of minutes that I play, will be up to me. Um, so coming in my first game, first couple of games, you know, I was struggling, of course. I'm I'm a freshman, like of course I'm a struggling. Yeah, like, happens, I, like yeah, I'm new to the game, like <laughs> of course I'm a struggle. I'm not gonna be perfect. Um but I was I, I was just you know focusing on on the bigger picture and, and that's where everything I've been saying come comes into play and connects. Uh, you know I said I need to work hard. I need to get better. I need to learn the game. I need to adjust quick 
and right. you know having those 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 two guys back, having Trent Fraser on the team, having Demonte Williams on the team, having those those guys you know on the team this year, it's been helping me a lot. Like like when I tell you, I feel like when in practice when I'm when I'm practicing and I'm going against either Io or Trent. I feel like really bad. Like they make me feel really, really bad because they, they just, they're always like just cooking me, like cooking me up, like scoring on me, like just frying me. And I'm like, God damn. Like I've never been like, like I did Like I feel like I'm like the worst player ever. Um, but those, those are just lessons that, that, you know, you learn and, and, you know, guard, if, if I can guard Trent Frazier or Ayo Desumo in practice, I can guard pretty much anybody in the country. So I, I I started to take that challenge in practice just to, you know, guard one of them every day, at least the entire practice. And, and you know, it happens to be that way every practice. I'm either with Trent or I'm either with Aya. Um, so, like, I, I either have to guard one of them um, every day. So I take that challenge really serious. And, and because, like I said, if, if I can guard – them, I can pretty much guard anybody in the country. So having those guys around me, literally twenty four seven, like they they literally making me better every time I'm around them because I'm definitely learning something new every day when I'm around them. And because they're vets, they know the game. They've been you know around the game for a while now, and and I think that that's why I'm the player that I am because I'm willing to learn and I'm willing you know to listen to people that are just like me, better than me, or less than me, you know, that, that can sound weird, but I'm, what I'm trying to say is just, like, everybody's equal, and, and I yeah. see it, and that's how I see it. And and if I if I think I'm better than you, but you have something to say to me, like, I'm, I'm listening to you, and, and if, you, if what you're saying makes sense, of course I'm going to do it, because if it's going to make me better, why, why wouldn't I do that? So having those guys around, it's definitely a great thing, and, and and it definitely helps to ease the 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 transition a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I'm still definitely learning. There's definitely room to improve. I always I always say that, and I think you know, as the years go by, um, you know, I don't know how how many years I'll be here, but um, as the as the years go by, I will definitely um, improve. And, and and get better at the game and you know not make those mistakes um I make by my first year as a freshman. I agree. I, I'll tell you this. You you're looking at that the right way because that's the way you're supposed to look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You 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 take your lessons from the upperclassmen, you fold it into your game, which eventually makes you better. And one of the other things you said reminds me of something my grandmother used to say say to me. Just to be like, baby, you make sure you listen to everybody because you can learn something from a fool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's always exactly. something that you can learn yep. from someone that you may not know. So it's great to hear mm-hmm. that you're taking those, um, that you're taking the, the the view of looking at those lessons that way. And I love the fact that you're taking the challenge and putting it up on your shoulders yeah. to say, okay, I'm going to guard one of these guys every yeah. day in practice yeah. because it's going to make you better. So exactly. I have to bring this up. We unfortunately, I hate losing to Ohio State. I hate losing to anybody. It it, it yeah, still bothers it. me. It still bothers me to this day as much as it bothers you guys when you're out there playing on the court. Yeah. 
But I saw in the last game you got to play against one of your, your high school teammates. And one thing I heard about how close you guys' relationship is. How was that? I mean, and now he's one up on you. So that means we got to get the next one back. Oh, on no, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But um, other than that, like, it was great. It was, it was, it was great. Uh, I mean, it was just definitely, uh, I, you know, I had a different feeling for that game. You know, I it, it meant a lot, you know, to see him there, see him on the, on the other team, uh, just because of how close we are and, and our relationship. And, and like I, I've been saying, that's what it's all about, I think. Uh, you know, the game of basketball, like we've been saying also, it's just like a mm-hmm. tool. It's just an extension to life. And, and, you know, that's another reason why I played the game of basketball because of all the connections you can make and, and all the friendships you can make that, that, that are going to last forever. And that's definitely one of them. Um, you know, right. he was my, my first teammate that I got to know. Um, he, we played together in high school. Uh, and, you know, now being on opposite teams, so, you know, it's weird, but yeah. it's definitely special and definitely means a lot to me. And, and, you know, I'm really proud of him and, and you know, and, and proud of us, of what we did together as teammates, as a duo. Uh, but, you know, obviously, um, everybody got to do what, what what's best for them. And, and, you know, his journey was inside Ohio State, minus here at the University of Illinois. Yeah. And, you know, we were both going to, like, that going into that game, we, like, we, we just had to play hard. Like, mm-hmm. if we didn't play hard and we took it for granted, um, that that would have been disrespectful to the game. So, uh, you know, we, we competed. You know, it was a one-possession game. We lost by two. Um, so, you know, we, we worked hard, and, and that's what the game wanted us to do. Um, oh, no, I, I agree with you 100%. One yeah, of the things you yeah. said that I love, man, is your, your relationship with Kofi and, and your relationship with him. Next time you tell him to tell you thank you for getting him that scholarship too, because I know all the assists that the po- <laughs> as a point as a point yeah, guard yeah. you you dropping yeah. them off the guys. My, the my best. The, no, high- he, the the coach from Ohio State told me that there, there was a play. It was a media timeout, and you know both both teams came out a little a little early, and and I was just by by the sideline by where he was, and and he was like, oh, what's up? Um, um, Corbello and I was like, oh, good coach, how are you? Um, it was like, good, good. And, and I was like, oh, is that kid doing good? Uh, you know, good player right there, huh? And I was like, yeah, 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 really good player, love him, uh, you know, works hard. Um, but, but, you know, he's missing a lot of buckets from you. And, and I just, I just started laughing because <laughs> I, he, he knows that too. Like, he, I, I gave him a lot of points for sure. Like, that's one of, that was one of my favorite things, just passing him the ball, giving him, like a lob or, or a dump off or anything, and and him converting it into a dunk, um, right. that was definitely uh, one, probably one of my my favorite things doing high school for sure. You know, I I was a lot like him at six eight, kind of that medium range, lower range mm-hmm. as far as being a as far as being a post player. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not as big yeah. as Kofi, but my best friend was always a point guard. You yep. could. You know, the point guard, need, you need the ball when you're big getting it from the point mm-hmm. guard. So the points are always your friend, man. So yeah. <laughs> that's why I had to tell you, that just jokingly, nah, like, no, hey, yeah. dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, dude, thank you for that scholarship. Because if it was yeah. not for your point guard, man, <laughs> woo, it gets a little tough. But 
I got one more for you, man, and I'm going to let you go because I don't want to take up all your time. I remember how it used to be. Um, Right now, and and this is more so, I know where you guys are going. Uh, And I said that from the beginning of the year, as you and um, Adam continue to grow, and not just Adam, um, as a freshman continue to grow on this team, we're not going to do anything but get better. No doubt in my mind. But I want to ask you this. As you guys continue to grow as players, you, you talked about your relationship with your upperclassmen. What's one thing that you have taken from them that's helping you move forward um, in what you're doing? Wow. I think that's a really good question. Um, I really, I, I've learned a lot. Um, but one thing I'll say, uh, just staying strong. Um, I think one thing I, that I really enjoy and, and really like a lot and, you know, and it even, it even makes me, you know, sometimes feel a little emotional about it. Um, but it's, it's all the work, um, we've had to do and those guys have to go, um, have to do, um, you know, I've known a lot about DeMonte. Um, I've known a lot about Trent and now I've known a lot, a lot about Georgie. Um, you know, those guys that have been here for three, four years now. Um, and, and you know, it's hard what, they, what they've been through. Um, it's the, um, they don't come from the greatest place, you know. Uh, I know the Monte struggles with a lot sometimes. I know Trent struggles with a lot sometimes. Georgia hasn't been home for two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely, definitely, definitely. The most important thing I, I, I'll say that it's just staying strong and and you know knowing that that you gotta take care of yourself because the, it it's it's a game um it's a, it, this is the game of basketball the ba- um, the ball is gonna stop bouncing at some point um and, and if you don't know how to take care of yourself when the ball stops bouncing nobody's gonna do it for you so yeah. I think one thing I I've gotten from them is definitely how to stay strong and, and how to stay, you know, loyal to yourself, if that makes sense, instead of, you know, beating yourself up and 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 just constantly thinking of like, oh, like I'm trash or like, oh, this, like I got to get better at this, got to get better at that, and, and just focusing on so many negative things. Uh, so definitely, definitely, definitely um, the thing I've learned from them and, and that I've, you know, enjoyed the most learning and, and, and seeing it um, is being strong and, and staying loyal to yourself for sure. Hey, I love that, man. I love it. Keep on your grind, young fella. And I'm going to tell you, as one old Illini to a, a current Illini, if there's ever anything you need, you need an ear, you need this, do not hesitate to reach out to me. I'm easy to find. I'm standing up there on the radio talking about you basically every game. So um, I let know that I am available to you and to not just you. As I tell all of the guys, Georgia, I've told Kofi mm-hmm. and I've told them all the same thing. Even if it's, if it's just to talk and get something off your shoulders when you want to, you know, you want to have an ear outside of your circle, I'm sure. available. And, and what we talk about that. stays between and what we talk about stays between us does I go any further so just know that we or I as a former as a guy that has bled on those jerseys that you guys wear not the same exact jerseys of course but <laughs> bled on those jerseys I understand what you're going through I, I understand the fight that you guys are going through 
I am extremely proud of where you are and where your new your team is and where you guys are going. You got a great coaching staff, man. Just keep listening, keep learning, and know that us former Illini are proud of what you guys are doing. Yes, sir. I appreciate that, man. Really means a lot. And and like I said, all all that support, all that love is that that's what keeps me going. So definitely means a lot. And and I really appreciate that. And you know, thank you for having yes. me here. Oh, I'm gonna give you one more second. The mic is yours, because all of our Illini fans, give them give them a little something, whatever you want to give them on how you appreciate their support or whatever you want to give them. Go no, ahead. The mic sure. is yours. For sure, it's it. Like like I said, all all that not only coming from you, but you know from everyone else, um, really means a lot. All that love, all that support, um, you know, really means means a lot to me and and you know to the program. Um, you know, it's it's hard. Like the the game of basketball is hard. Um, you know, we're one of the tough conference. You know, we're gonna lose games, but just know that we're always gonna you know work hard and 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 continue to get better uh, to give the, the the best we can give to you guys. Um, that way, you guys can have fun. So definitely appreciate the love and the support and 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 you know staying loyal to us. Um, and you know we're gonna continue to work hard and 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 win some more games. So. Take care of Mate. you know. Take care of each other. Be safe. Wear a mask so this this thing can get better, and you guys can come to the games next year and see see it happen um, live yes, in person. Sir. Yes, sir. El Mago, the magician, Andre Cabello. I appreciate you, baby. Thank you for coming out and joining us on Champagne on Ice and Illini Nation and everybody that's listening. Do not forget Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Subscribe. Press like and rate this thing, but also go on and check out the Field of 68 Media Network. Like and subscribe because they, without them, you don't have me. So I appreciate what those guys are doing. Illini Nation, you do the same. Thank you again for joining us. El Mago, appreciate you, baby. Keep the grind going, and I'm going to be out there with you. Peace, love, and yes, hair sir. grease, Illini Nation. 